Hey, hey, everyone, this is Dan, the GM, bringing you episode 136 of What the Dice. 136 episodes, and you know what? I am currently writing the lore book for season two. So, if you want to get cool names in our story, you can head on over to our Discord and add names to our Shadowrun names. Now, if you want to do something more, and you want to have a crazy custom weapon or item added to our show, there's a simple way to do that. All you have to do is head on over to Patreon and go forward slash what the dice underscore podcast. And for a dollar a month, you can help support the show and add your items to our show. We'll be doing Shadowrun next season, and the season after that is Starfinder. After that, I don't know. I have absolutely no idea. We'll get there when we get there. Well, that's all I got. I hope you guys are enjoying this season because it is rapidly coming to a conclusion. So, enjoy. This is Dan the GM. This is episode 136, and you're listening to What the Dice! It is near nightfall when we finally have finished prepping our armor, cleaning our weapons, resupplying, things of the, the matter. We decide it's time for us to make our trip down to the storyteller's campsite and continue to hear this strange story that this strange old man has been telling us for what feels like months. Well... As we make our way out of the inn and down to the tavern area, you notice this eerie quietness. The bartender is just sitting behind the counter, gives us a slight nod, and we look around. Everyone is quiet. The bard isn't singing, band's not playing, and the adventurers that are here are the ones that stay at the inn above. We walk towards the door and we open it, looking out, and where the streets should have vendors and children at play. We see knights patrolling the grounds, carrying flags for a, a kingdom that is nowhere near this region. We pull our hood up and we make our way into the shadows. Moving quietly and quickly, we rely on our hunting skills to make our way out and slowly down. The wind is whistling and howling, and the moon is slowly rising as the sun slowly sets. The cloud is getting denser and denser, and the ocean is getting louder as we make our way up. Once at the campsite, the storyteller is sitting out. He is cutting himself a piece of meat, kneading it with some bread. We walk over and sit down, and the storyteller smiles at us. Well, 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 my friends. It seems as if you made it. I was worried with the influx of heavily armed goons. It seems as if the noblemen did not take kindly 
to the message I sent him. You would think a no means a no no matter what language you speak. Maybe next time I'll write it in a different language. Maybe he'll understand it better. Well, nonetheless, it seems as if the shadows did you well and helped you get here. Well, speaking of stories, where were we? Ah, that's right. Seems as if Psycho decided to deal a blow to Emma Stone. Seems as if traditional weapons are not Psycho's brand. Instead, he went after someone she cared about. This strange harvester with a black helmet and red stripe on it. And it delivered the helmet with the still severed head to her personally. And a message for the adventurers to come play his game. Well, I don't know about you, but even if a trap is known, a trap still a trap. A trap can be deadly. So, let's see how the adventurers deal with this strange man known only as Psycho. Sit back, relax, and hear me tell. In the last episode, you guys had to deal with hordes and hordes of incoming zombies while dealing with a very, very aggressive enforcer. Through the process of keeping the enforcer busy, Emma ducked and dodged and dishielded him while Kalila and Faye dealt with trying to get the helmet. All while Defibulous goes wild nuts using a very large four-cylinder machine gun. At the end of the battle and after everything has cleared, Faye has the communicator in her ear and the enforcer has calmed down. After a short chat, Emma has the communicator, the helmet, and is hiding away in her office trying to track down all the information. While Kalila and the team find a small thin rope that leads up into the air ducting. We come back with Emma's soldiers hauling the unconscious and or dead ferals and throwing them into locked rooms. Emma comes out of her office. The communicator is now in her ear and the helmet has found a place of rest in her office. She walks over to you guys and nods and goes, Okay, so it looks like he did come from the water treatment facility down south, which is kind of not in operation but kind of is in operation I can get you down there but most of the hallways have collapsed and or been crushed due to water pressure and explosions it is secure and won't collapse on you but I don't know what kind of uh, what you guys are going to be walking into but you're for sure he went to the south, not this way, pointing at the, like, razor-thin wire. That's probably the way he came in, and he has a really bad habit of destroying his entrances in and out to stop people from following him that way. Ah. I don't... Look, this guy... I can, I can give you some information about this guy, or at least what 
I used to know about him. I, I know what kind of weapons he uses, and I know his fighting technique. But the reason we call him Psycho is he will do whatever it takes to make sure he wins, you know, be it booby traps or whatever. She pulls out a small manual from her back pocket and flips open to a gun that Defiblius you've never seen before. It's a it's a Thompson. She goes So when he was saying er he worked for a guy named King. King is a mafia leader, uh a really bad one. He he ran the docks near the Golden City, but that's not the point. Kalila will raise a paw. Yes. What's a mafia? Um do you guys have gangs? Organized crime. Ah. Yeah, like, these are the guys that if they tell their people they want you to disappear, you disappear. She'll nod. Continue. So, this guy's rifle, when he, before the, the, the lockdown, he was not a great shot. He used this particular gun because it shoots about 600 bullets every 10 seconds or so, or a minute or something like that, like something ridiculous. Now, the drum he use, he uses only houses about 100 shots. So you got about six seconds of him opening fire on you. Defibulous will raise his hand. Yes. Can I get one of those? I don't think you guys know how to make this ammo. Like, Give me enough time, I will. Okay. I... You know, if you can get it off of him, you can keep it. But like I said, he is not known for giving up without a backup plan. After he flooded the floor above here, he found a way to get in and out using the water treatment area. I crushed and destroyed as many of the entrances that I could find as possible, but I know that if he's using these air ducts, I can't guarantee where he is or isn't. Do you have a map of the air ducts? Our current map doesn't show us those things. I don't have them because I'm not, I wasn't with that clearance. Does that big guy have it? That big guy has no security clearance. He just follows around the, uh, the harvesters. He is the security clearance. <laughs> yeah. She looks back and she goes, the only thing that puzzles me is there's supposed to be a scout too. That means Psycho was able to take out a scout and a harvester before an enforcer reacted. I don't know how he managed that. So what you're saying is, is be prepared for anything. Yes, I am saying be prepared for literally anything. Kalila's going to mumble under her breath something something Desna. I have got the can the cameras up and running. I've got my soldiers are are starting to make their way through, and uh, you might hear some gunshots here or there, but that's them clearing out ferals that we're going to try and unferal. I, I have a theory on how to make ferals not feral, and I'm gonna try. Maybe I'll be able to bring some kind of order to the chaos that is the Miranda. 
Defibulous will raise his hand again. Yes, in the back. Yeah, hi again. <laughs> um, so is it normal for him to have that many of those weird infected people or whatever they're called running around like that? Yeah, does he control them like, uh, what's his name? Pointing down to the floor below. Um, um. Lucas? Thank you, I forgot his name. No, uh, Psycho doesn't control his ferals. He has found ways to... It's kind of like leading a, a pack of rats to a kill. Leaving scent trails, leaving things that they want to get them to go where you want them to go. Kalila will nod, very much understanding this given her hunting abilities. Psycho had one friend that he himself put down. Oh. And that was that was when the flood happened. Psycho decided to flood the the floor and his partner went to stop him and I just I've seen the security footage and Psycho just geeked him just a a quick draw knife right into the solar plexus and then just kicked him into the rising water and walked off. Psycho's not known for friends. Never has. Got it. But yeah. I can get you the security access door opened up so you guys can head into the water treatment facility. And taking care of literally the psycho is our only way of getting up to the admin? It looks like it. Because I don't have the the key to get the next to get you to the next floor. And he does, doesn't he? Most likely. Great. But depending on how, I can promise I will find you a way up there, even if that means I have to take you up there myself. I I will guarantee safe passage to admin. Lila will look at Defibulus and Fango. Well. Looks like I got some tracking to do. Hop to it. I will, in an amusement to try and lighten the, well, this is very sad and, and dangerous, quite literally hop as she then walks towards the southeast door. Emma watches you hop off and then laughs as she holds up a key card. Hey, bunny, you might need this. You got called a bunny. Cat, cat, pointing at her ears. Pointy ears. Bunny. Pointy. But you are hopping. Yeah, yeah. She'll just. She's hopping mad. Or are you just that mad? Yeah, she'll just hold out her paw for the the key card. She hands you the key card with a, a weak smile, but a smile. Hey, Kalila. Hmm. Were you hopping mad there? <sighs> She's just gonna go open the door. Okay, look, she didn't offer to buy you this time. Okay. That's right. We didn't. We didn't try to sell you. You know, that's only happened with men. I haven't had a woman try and buy me yet. Are you saying we should market you to women? They appear nicer. Emma just shakes her head and... Well, safe travels. And uh, if I don't see you again, it's been a pleasure to work with you. She says, we'll be back. They haven't killed us yet. They keep trying. Can't keep us down. She nods as she begins to help her troops clear up the area. 
Okay, and also really quick, just because Defibulous is like, can I have some? Kaleo's gonna try and make sure she can take some of that wire that Psycho used in the one dent to like, and then coil it up so they have like a, I don't know, what, six feet, ten feet of this wire? It might come in handy. I don't know. I'll give you six feet of, um, we'll call it mystery wire since you guys don't know what it is. Kalilo will go, hey, Defibulous, and like hand it to him. Ooh, thanks. Psst, why are we talking like this? I don't know. It seemed like the right thing to do. Eh, fair enough. Engineering check, please. Y'all are ridiculous. Uh, profession or knowledge? Knowledge. 29. As you play with the this wire, you're not sure what exactly to call it, but we will call it a wire for now. You notice that it has a high tensile strength, but it is also... Uh springy it looks like with the six feet that you have you can stretch sections of it more than that so it would stretch all the way up to eight feet and it is little braids of metal wiring hey guys hmm. this stuff is pretty impressive it's like six feet long but i can stretch it to eight it looks like it's a bunch of little mini wires put together. Reminds me of my Hugin spider silk. It kind of makes me really wish to see wish to see how this place ran when it was like fully operational. Same with the gods fell. Yeah, I'm sure it would be far better than what it is now. Can you imagine all the fun stuff I could play with? Imagine all the things I could build if I had that level of stuff. Things we literally can't imagine, I'm sure. Oh, I can imagine them. You can always sketch them down in your journal for future projects. Oh, I have I have an entire section of that book dedicated to future projects. Kalila's just going to laugh. Better articulated spider armor. I guess I need to build rat armor. I wonder if I can fine-tune his rocket launching abilities. Hmm. As you guys are traveling down this hallway that you have access into, you see old advertisements that have been shredded and ripped off the wall. The hallway in here is a lot cooler than anywhere else. You can definitely see condensation buildup on the walls themselves. And you can see telltale signs of someone running claws down the walls. Kalila's going to investigate the claws, by the way. Do they like, are they the size of her claws? Are they bigger than her claws? They are about the size of a human's hand, as if they were wearing something akin to cat claws, except they're sharper. You can see that the scratches in the metal walls actually are deep enough that you can kind of catch it with your claw. Hmm. Okay. In the water treatment area, you can see through the door. You can see a large pool of water that is slowly churning, and there's a fine watery mist in the air. And there's a, a key card pad just next to the door. And surprisingly, no traps down this entire hallway? Nope. It is clear. All right, that's going to immediately make Kalila be like, well, that's unsettling. Looks like you're on edge. What's up? 
perfectly fine, no-trapped hallway? Seems suspicious to me. False well, sense of security? I mean, with our normal luck, yeah. Normally, there's, like, turrets, rocks, exploding rats. Um, oozes, giant cube oozes that people stick their arms in. Um, more rats. <clears throat> snakes. We have a lot of weird stuff that end up in hallways with us, don't we? Well, to be fair, Emma did say that they tried to clear the section out, so... But we know we're walking into a trap. And it just was a pleasant walk. Maybe he wanted us to admire the, the claw marks on the walls where we went? Or it was to unsettle us. I don't know. But there's a keypad and a room full of water. Would you like me to set a trap? Would that feel better, having a trap nearby? You know, a little bit, yeah. In case we have to make a hasty retreat, he might not know about it. And then we would. Let me see what I can do. So what are you going to do? I don't know. I'm looking through my spell list, among other things. Um, other than that, I do carry a few things with me that I could make a basic an alarm trap, but... Or, like, one of those, like, sneaky bombs or something. Okay, so I have, like, flash powder bombs, which don't actually explode anything, but I've also got the sneaky boomy rocks, which I feel like would be a very bad idea. Oh, yeah, because we're in an underwater research facility. Yeah, that makes sense. Maybe not. But blinding somebody for a round is nice. Usually, yeah. But you said before us, there's also, while she's figuring out that, a keypad, the door is shut and there's water? Or was the door open and there's water and a keypad? There is a, a door that you can see through. Like it's a, like there's a porthole on it. And you can see a pool of water. Um, so it's got a safety railing going around it. And then a large pool of water that is constantly got a, a swash to it. Like it's clearly that something is moving within it. Not a creature, but like it's that mechanical... You see, like, an arm that is moving slowly. Well, while Faye is uh, coming up with a feel-good trap for Kalila, Kalila will be staring through that porthole and studying everything and seeing if she sees anything moving. Give me a perception check. 28. With the 28, you stare and you're... The room is fairly well lit. You see computer readouts that have been damaged and there's this slight mist in the air. And then on the far south wall, you see a door and you literally see the psycho standing there, leaning on the wall and is just standing there. Her ears go flat and there is a growl. <sighs> Defibulous is going to take a look at that water and see if there's any electrical implements in the water or things that cause the water to be electrified going through it. He's standing right there as she points. Oh, I know. I, I get the I get the feeling. I got that kind of notion with that growl of yours. Also, um, I don't think Defibulous can see through the porthole. She will pick his butt up <laughs> if she has to. Oh, well, thank you. Yep, he is standing there, 
you know, one foot on the ground, one foot on the door, and he is just head down, just standing there, waiting. Not looking up, just waiting. Definitely a trap. There is still a very low cat growl coming from Kalila. So what do you want to do? She's waiting for Faye. Setting me, like I said, if they have to make a hasty retreat. Okay, so I do have tripwire and a small bag of ball bearings. Um, so I could, if I wanted, set a trap that releases ball bearings for somebody to trip and fall over if they don't notice the tripwire. And that would make Kalila feel better. At least a little bit. So go ahead and... Uh, I don't think you have, like, engineering. I don't have your character sheet in front of me. Uh, go ahead and just roll with advantage. Uh, and we'll use in, uh, intellect. Hang on. I have uh, trap finding and trap sense. Use whichever one of those is higher, and we'll just use it as a... Because if you can figure out where it is or how it is, you should be able to reverse engineer it. Can I help her with this? Uh, yeah, go ahead. If Fibulous wants to roll first, and then that'll determine if you help her. Uh, knowledge, or do you want a uh, profession? Knowledge. Kalila is glued to the window, by the way, watching him. Every, every little micro... Uh, 32. With a 32, yes, you're going to be able to give a plus four to whatever Faye is rolling. I have a 38. All right. With a 38, you are able to set up the trap and hide it nicely so where you guys will remember where it's at, but it is not seen. Okay, so that should dump a bunch of ball bearings ahead of wherever, yeah, in the path going outward, leaving this area. Hey, Kalila. Hmm. How deep is that water look to you? She will judge the depth of the water. It's just black and murky water. It's a water treatment plant. It, you don't know how deep it is. You don't even know what a water treatment plant is. Can't tell. It's too dark and murky. I wouldn't want to get in that water. It looks nasty. I'm concerned that he's just sitting there waiting for us. In a, oh, that's exactly what he's doing. In a room with water and people shut doors in this place. What if they shut the door on us while we're in there? Well, the good news is, is it looks like there's a walkway going all the way around, so you can choose the left or the right path. But we don't know if he's set traps on either side, or if he has some kind of control over there that's going to flood the room, since he's known for flooding things. Hey. But I am half tempted to open the door and fling a lightning bolt at him. Hey, hey, do we have another thing of sparker? Let me check. That way, even if the door shuts, we've got a way to cut open. We have one spark, health tech, two, two water ice slash bartender helper, two jump start, one laser torch, and a tool chest full of things. Okay, so we should be able to cut a door open if we trap someone. With Jumpstart, you'd be able to override the door and open it. You have already figured that out, because it's been told to you. 
or Defibulus can attempt, or we can try uh, Emma's key card. Yeah, you can use Emma's key card to open the door without a problem, but if someone tries to lock the door on you, Jumpstart would bypass the system and let you open it. Okay. What's our plan of attack, though? Are we just going to go in and run for him or go in and stand there and wait to see what he does? I think if we go in there, he's just going to do something mean and evil to us because he's a jerk. Kyle is going to mumble under her breath. Wish I had Clyde in his shield right now. So, are you going in? Um, um, um. The area in there is shadowy, yeah? No, it is well lit. Okay, so it's just the water that's dark and yucky. Yes. Rats! Now, you can turn off the lights. I mean, you guys have seen that control panels can do multiple things. I suppose using the light switch would be less destructive than shooting them out, and Emma can turn it back on later. Possibly. Also, where's his gun at? Is it in his hands, on his hip, on his back? It looks like it is in one of his hands, but it is pointed at the ground, and it looks like it is more of a, he's just holding onto the stock, or onto the, uh, where the trigger is. It's it's more of a down, but not readied. Okay. A loose hold. Okay, so he's, where's he looking? He is looking at the ground. Um, so you know that, like, silhouette, uh, you see in, of, like, the cowboy with his foot on something, leaning back on it, head down? Gotcha. Like, okay. he's looking at, that's what he's doing. He is just standing there, waiting. I kind of doubt he just wants to talk to us, either. I also just open the door, and I can fire an arrow, and then she can, like, shadow step or something. Is he breathing? You can't tell from this distance. Oh, yeah, there are those light hologrammy things. Right? I'm wondering if this is some kind of illusion. Well, Kalila's been watching him. Like I stated, eyes on him this entire time. Has he even moved? He has moved. Like, you've seen him, like, reach up, scratch his face, reposition his back a little bit. He's moved around. He scratched his face at some point. It is clear that he is waiting. Like, it's that... Someone who is not a trained soldier having to stand in one place and wait. Okay. He's twitchy. Yes. Well, do we go in there and spring his trap and get on with it? I guess it's the only thing we're going to be able to do. Rip the band-aid off? No. No. We, we could totally leave him hanging. The longer he waits, the more bored he gets, the more anxious he is, the more on edge he is, the more likely he is to make a misstep. Or do something absolutely crazy and destroy the place? I don't know. She might be onto something. What if we wait out, like, another 30 minutes and see what he does? Okay, so take turns watching him. The twitchier he gets, the better for us, as far as I'm concerned. The more likely he is to make a misstep. But he if he goes to leave... I know that. But he's got some kind of something in his head, and we just don't know what it is. So, if... If he shows any signs of leaving, we go ahead and bull rush him. Or whatever other plan we come up with. But we take turns watching him. Alright, how long are you guys going to plan to stand here and watch him? Well, if we agree, Defibulous was going to yeah. say something. My apologies. Go ahead, Defibulous. Oh, thank you, sir. Wait, 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 wait. Who said that? <laughs> Defibulous is just kind of scanning the ceiling again. Like, I don't trust that. Um, Problem with the plan of watching him, guys. Hmm? 
Unless someone picks me up, I can't see through that portal. Is there a nearby box or crate for him to stand on? Eh, I'll let you have a crate. Kalila will put a crate in front of the door. Okay, so, uh, honestly, Faye is extremely patient at this kind of thing, so she could sit here literally all day, all night, and just wait him out. But, since they do have eyes on him, she doesn't want him to get away. So she's game for however long it takes. Kalila at least feels it's worth a try to wait a little while. Maybe not the whole day, but she's willing to give it an hour. See what happens. See if his demeanor changes. But she's also young and impulsive, so she's not going to be able to last all day. But a little while, for sure. Right, but she's also a hunter. She's got that same sense of yeah. patience if she chooses to draw on it. I don't think it's like that. Most hunters aren't going to stand in one place because Kalila's not a tree or not a stand hunter. She is a track and hunt hunter. Stalker. She's a stalker hunter, so she wants to sneak up on him. Sure, but she would have been trained in all the way. Yeah, depending on, like I said, I'm giving you some of it. Like, she's not saying out right now. Hey, guys. Hmm. You guys want to wait here and I'll go see what he wants? No, I don't want to send you in the room by yourself. If we're going in, we're all going in. What, and risk getting your fantastic bear boots wet? No. Oh, my bear boots have been through everything around here already. Yeah, well, don't make it worse on They did go through the cursed swamp. And the railing is dry. The walkway is dry. Like, it is a raised concrete platform with vent, uh, like, grating so things can pour back into the water. So it is a raised platform. You would be about 10 feet above the water line with a solid steel railing around. Sure, but, I mean, you know, you can always slip or he can always pick you up and throw you. You know what it is odd? Is as long as we've been standing here, talking, moving around... He hasn't looked up. He hasn't even acknowledged that we exist yet. Well, since you guys have been watching him, he has picked out, picked up a communicator, flipped through it, put it away. At one point, he patted down, opened up what looks like a small cardboard box, shrugged, crumpled it up and threw it on the ground. He's doing things. It's just... Yeah, I, my point was is that, you know, most people catch on when someone's staring at them. This guy hasn't even acknowledged being stared at yet. Or he doesn't care and he's waiting. That's fair. Who can know the mind of a psycho? All right, well, we'll give it an hour. Can All we right. at least agree upon that? See if he gets twitchier for phase observation. Sure, let's uh, take it in 20-minute shifts. As time slowly clicks by and you guys do your rounds. There are times where you see him walk over to the rail, lean over it, stare at the water, and then he'll look up at the door at whoever is staring at him and give a smirk. Then he walks back over to a different, back to the door and leans on it. All the while his weapon is still in his hand. You see him pull out his communicator a couple more times, tap on it, put it away. And then you see him walk over to a box, open it, rifle through, shrug, and go right back to his position. So he's now knows us, knows we're here, and gives no, no, no spoons. Right. No forks given. No forks given. And one of the things you are noticing is the longer you wait, the calmer he becomes. Faye, I don't think your plan's working. Well, couldn't this be a good thing if we want to rationally deal with him that he's calming? Madness cannot be reasoned with, not for long. 
Can I just go in and shoot him now, please? Is there a control panel on this side of the door that handles any of the lights in there at all? There's a control panel. What it does, you don't know. Okay, let's let's see if we can deal with any of the lights anywhere. Alright. Uh, who's going to mess with the control panel? Defibulous has the best scores on that. Alright, Defibulous. Knowledge Engineering. Oh, hey guys, the voice in the sky just nominated me for something. Faye nominated you first. Yeah, but so far the voice in the sky hasn't misled you. I know, I'm just letting you know the voice in the sky is nominating me to play at the control panel. At this point, I'm just considering it a god, and it's the only one that's talking to you, so... Still don't believe in him. Eh. I don't believe in you either. That's fair. 32. With a 32, you poke and twist knobs, and you are able to get the screen to light up. And you do see that there are some lighting controls. It doesn't specify for what, but there are lighting controls. You push a few buttons, and you are able to cut the lights in the water treatment room. And then you see them kick into the red lights. You see him look up at the lights, look at the door, and give a light shrug as he turns opens the door, and walks through it, disappearing into another lit room. Ah, man's afraid of the dark. Can you turn the lights back on? If we should turn the lights back on. Are you guys going to enter the room now? Interesting. Hmm. He's afraid of the dark. That of here was just waiting for us to do something and then moved on. It's a control issue. Can't control what you can't see. Okay, we can work with that. Let's go. As you guys cut through and walk across the walkway to the door that he has left just cracked open, there is a piece of paper with a magnet holding it to the door. Oh, we walked all the way around? Nothing? Nothing happened. Okay. Okay, what's the paper say? As you read the paper, there's another set of numbers, and underneath, it's... Little birds, I hope you enjoy playing with bats. Let us continue our game deeper still. Signed, Psycho. He's leading us somewhere that he feels he's going to have the high ground. I need a perception check, Faye. Am I using trap finding on this one, or just perception? Nope, just perception. 34. This writing, it is calm and elegant. It is what we would know as cursive. For you, it would be a little bit more akin to like calligraphy, which is something would, that would take time to write. And as you stare at it, you notice that it is turning from a dark red to a dark brown. And you realize. This was written in blood. Gross. Yeah, guys, he's off his rocker. I got nothing. Can we see him in the next room? No, but you see... It is a circular room. The door is left ajar. The lights are on. And it looks like a control office. You see chairs and 
computer panels, but all the computers have been smashed. The chairs have been turned over, and there is a weird sense of almost looks like someone took the time to smash the consoles to rip panels out and cut the wires and it looks like it was done in a way that it can be repaired if you have the time it doesn't look like it's happened recently there's no electrical sparks it's just a giant control room but then you see on one of the chairs that is tipped over stabbed into it is a arm with the armor of a harvester black with red stripes the hand taped in a pointing symbol to the west hallway well that's a nice clear indicating marker I was gonna say make a joke but I just ran out of it no, that's that's her body isn't it it's at least her arm I don't see the rest of the body. We're going to find the rest of her body, if I'm not mistaken. Yep. Well, since waiting didn't work, Kalila's going to be the one to break the edge of the room and go in, bow out, ready, cautiously. Same. And I'm a little afraid that the blood on the note is hers. Possibly. Anyone who entered... Actually, who enters first? I stated I was. I mean... I need a reflex check. Yay! My dice really like me today. Nat 20. As you turn the corner, you felt something under your foot paw. And you jump back as a shotgun rings out and puts bullets into the wall next to you. And then there's a quick explosion as the rigged up shotgun explodes. I'm pretty sure nobody followed me into the room and I jumped back into my companions. Yes. Or you ducked. It doesn't matter. Either way, you successfully dodged it. Well, that was a vicious trap. That was definitely one way to do it. She will re-enter the room cautiously. Study how this trap was rigged up so she can look for it for the next time. Same. It is a simple string trap, very similar to how Faye rigged up her trap. In fact, Faye, it looks exactly like how you set up your trap. I was about to say, I feel mocked. Aren't there cameras? He might have been watching us. And with that realization, we end this week's episode here. The storyteller begins to close the book as he's about to speak. There's a strange shiver that goes down our spine. And we look, standing at the entrance to the campsite is a tall, statuesque elven woman. Her armor is black with this strange, dark red accenting. Her raven hair is blown back by the wind and we can see this strange adornment of mithril and obsidian in her ears the edge of her ears have been what looks like dipped in mithril giving them a sharpened look the storyteller stands 
and starts to move towards her. Well, 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 me friends. It seems as if the nobleman has decided to send another lackey. But that's neither here nor there. Me friend. It seems as if Psycho has decided to lay a trap even deeper. And it seems he wants to play a game with the adventurers. The elven woman, seeming to ignore the storyteller, pulls out a scroll from her hip and holds it out to him. Without looking away from her, he continues to talk and takes the scroll from her. Now, me friends, it seems as if a trap is only as good as the bait it uses. He takes the scroll from her and tosses it in the fire behind him without looking. The scroll hits the flames and quickly burns away. The fire then slowly fades and darkness starts to encroach. Seems as if Psycho fears no man, no creature, no beast. But it seems as if his desire to play with the adventurers may lead to something he may not be expecting. The crickets around us slowly fade away. For a trap, me friends. Trap is only good if you know the prey you hunt. The world is now eerily silent, and all we hear is the storyteller's voice echoing from the darkness around us. Return to your bed, my friends. Rest, and tomorrow we continue our tale. And as always, may the dice gods bless your every We here at What the Dice would like to thank Paizo for creating Pathfinder, Epidemic Sound for our music, as well as Sirenscape for our sound effects. If you would like to reach out to us, you can do so on Facebook at What the Dice Pod, Twitter at What the Dice Pod, and of course email whatthedicepod at gmail.com. And if you liked our little adventure, please share us with your friends and rate and review us. 